This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 481, the whistling episode. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com and whistling to us down Skype from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. It is Mr. Glenn Lavender. How are you? Oh, you can hear, you can hear that, can you? We can. Amazingly so, yes. Hmm. <laughs> so if I go into the microphone, yeah, it comes out the other end. Yeah. <laughs> Microphones tend to be pretty good at that. <laughs> not, not the ones I use. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, did you say how am I? I did. I thought you did. <laughs> Would you care to answer? <laughs> uh I only feel answer a few questions for me first. I'll do my best. What year is it? <laughs> Last time I looked, it was 2020. Uh, okay. Uh, what month? Uh, August. Oof. And what, what's the date? As we're recording this, it is the 13th. Okay, let me just look back in time. On August the 13th, 2020, 2020 was a crap year, Bruce. It was full of that coronavirus, if you remember back. I do. Uh, And let me check my diary. No, I wasn't having a good time. I was stuck in the house. (laughs) I was in lockdown, Bruce. I'm just looking back on my diary there. It's a couple of years ago now, but I remember clearly now. We did nothing. All the days were the same. I saw a great meme today. Had a picture of kids covered in uh, like beanbag beans, and it said, "If if the lockdown doesn't end soon, it'll be the parents who discover a cure for the virus before the scientists." <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> and I thought of you. <laughs> Actually, I am getting an escape tomorrow for a couple of hours. Oh, okay. To I, uh, uh, to the tip. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, which normally wouldn't be exciting, you wouldn't think, right? Because it's well, it's a dump. Uh, but a truckie mate of mine needs a help for the day. Oh, okay. Driving a big, you know, those big double truckie things that you what's called a fill B-double. stuff into the back of. Yeah, uh, but it's like a tip truck with double tip truck. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Load stuff into, um, yep. and he lo- he goes to like building sites and they're loaded up with building site stuff. And then he goes to the tip and untips it. Yep. Or maybe he tips it. Maybe he just tips it because if you untipped it, it'll stay where it is. That's right. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm doing that tomorrow. Cool. For a couple of hours. So that's going to be um, out of my out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's it's, it's like labour. Yep. Yeah, it's like work. That's that's <laughs> fairly unusual. <laughs> and um, yeah, mind you, I think. You just sit and watch other people do the work, so I'll probably be able to have, I'm not good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was in management for a long time, so, yeah, that's, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a fairly, 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 fairly accustomed role. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm out for a couple of hours tomorrow, which would be lovely. And yeah. um, But, yeah, otherwise, uh, since we last talked, which is now two weeks ago, because you piked out last week. Well, that's right. Uh, it's, nothing's happened. Right. Since <laughs> <laughs> then. More of the same. Yeah, slightly, slightly less of this exactly the same stuff. Yeah, it's yep. been 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 boring as the. And what about yourself? It's been two weeks. Uh, 
It has been two weeks. Last week, the reason we didn't podcast was because I decided to prioritise a dark table video over the podcast. Uh, Just because it's got more than seven listeners, dude. (laughs) How how many listeners does your YouTube channel have, anyway? You mean subscribers? No listeners. (laughs) I reckon. I reckon we've got more listeners than you. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) but you've probably got more watches than us. Yes. Yeah. I've just passed 7,000. Yeah, that's a few more listeners than us. Yeah, yeah so I'm yeah. pretty happy with that. Uh, but Darktable, as I've mentioned in the past, normally with Darktable they, they work on the development of the app right through the year and there is a major release on Christmas Day every year. Yeah. And so, uh, the- Hang on a sec. I, I know I've been in lockdown a long time, but are you telling me it's Christmas? No, I'm not. <laughs> what? <laughs> Back around probably about June, they announced that they were going to do an additional major release in August because there was just so much stuff happening development-wise that they just felt it would be overwhelming if they held it all back until Christmas. So we're getting two major releases this year, the one that just happened last week and the one that will come at Christmas, so... Yeah. So this one was the this one was the whelming issue, was it? The which issue? The whelming. Whelming. Well, if the other one, Christmas is going to be the overwhelming. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I've, ever, I've I've always noticed that no one's ever whelmed. Right. Yeah. They, they get overwhelmed quite easily, but right. Few people. Few people you ever see whelmed. Just oh, hey, don't I'm whelmed. <laughs> Yeah, I've had a whelm of a week. (laughs) It doesn't seem to happen so much. Whatever happened to the whelming? I have no idea. Uh, Are they sitting in a corner of some country going, like what happened to us? (laughs) Whelmers are people too, you know? Yeah. Strange. Strange. So was there any good stuff? Was it like anything of interest? Uh, Yeah, so there's two... Well, a revised version of one module called Filmic uh, plus a new module called Negadoctor, which is a module specifically designed for dealing with film scans of negatives. Uh, So so it's not just a simple inversion module, like which would just reverse all of the colour information, but it allows you to sample the colour of the film stock to take into account that, with regards to the remapping of colours, and then there's uh, some dynamic range control stuff in there. I actually haven't gone deep into that yet because that's going to so, be... So you gave up on us to do your video and you still don't know anything about it? <laughs> no, I do know something about it. Those people those people on your channel, I think they're going to be a bit disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, they've got all these new releases and... Um, no, no, no. So what I did, whelmed. What I've I been whelmed by it. <laughs> what I did was I, I sat down and I wrote out seven pages of notes uh, for the entire video. Bruce, I've seen you writing. That's about eight words. Yeah, and then I said at the beginning of the video, I'm not going to go deep into Filmic and Negadoctor in this video because those two modules oh, will so... get their own dedicated videos. You're trying to get double the money. No. You're double dipping. You're double dipping. Why do one video with advertising revenue when you can do two? <laughs> yeah, I learned from you. <laughs> exactly. That's a smart move. You should do you should do a video for every new feature. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't. It keeps them shorter and sweeter. 
Yeah. And you get more bloody, you get more views and likes and follows and yeah. That's a good point. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a YouTuber this week and he was talking. Uh, he's, I mean, this guy's got um, uh, six hundred thousand followers or something. So he's he's he's, he's almost on your part. Um, <laughs> and he said he's not going. He's never going to produce another video longer than eight minutes. Right. So that's it. He's, he's not ever going to do another video longer than eight minutes. You can't monetize anything under sixteen minutes, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not a YouTuber. Yeah, okay. he must be. He must be able to because he, would, he wouldn't be doing that unless he's making money. Yeah, that's true. That's his whole. That's his whole job. So, so look into that because he's 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 he's, um, he's gets much more traction, much more follows, and if it has to be a, a three parter, it's a three parter. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been well, maybe I should have done week. that because it ended up being a seventy-five minute video. Oh God, almighty! And some people said I, I had to do it in chunks because it was just too much information to yeah. take in. Yeah, and that's the whelmed edition, not the overwhelmed edition. Imagine what. <laughs> imagine how long your video had been if you they'd waited till Christmas. That's right. You'd have to. Have to oh God. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy. I mean, I've been watching a series of videos that this one guy's been doing, and uh, he does ten episodes to right. get the whole thing over for for one topic. Right. So you know, and each episode's twenty five minutes or so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, oh, actually, he's he's got a couple of the, he's got the whole lot stringed together like four and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, and I've watched some of the four and a half hours. I watched one the other day. I watched a YouTube video the other day that went for 11 and a half hours. Right. Yeah, How was, much of it did um, you actually pay attention to? Well, I watched them undock and start sailing up the river. Right. Which they sailed up the river for 11 hours. Right. And then they docked. I saw the beginning and end, and I was asleep. I put it on to go and get some sleep. I was having trouble sleeping. <laughs> so it was, it was slow TV. Have you seen slow TV? No. So slow TV is like, um, let's say, a train journey from, from Sydney to Perth. Right. Right. And it's just a camera on the front, and it just films. In real time? Through. In real time. Oh, awesome. The whole thing. It's great. Some of it's fabulous. Wow. <laughs> and if you, just want, if you just want something going on in the background, it's bloody marvellous. And that's uh, on YouTube. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna I, did, I, I, I did watch an eight-hour um, fireplace uh, recently. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was good. Did just have a fireplace going on the TV. Yeah, you know? but yeah, there, there's lots of great slow TV out there, which is you just, just you just, just have to just, have a plasma TV so it throws off the heat to go with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the radiation burns. That's it. Um, God. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, 75 minutes is a very long video, Bruce. It is. It's, it's, uh, it is. So it what is. I would do, you should, right now, I was in right now, meaning tomorrow, you should get your video, that same video, edit it down to three lots of 25, part one, part two, part three. Don't <laughs> do anything else. Seriously, don't do anything else but chop it and put titles front and end. Yeah. And give people the option to watch one, two, three. That way you might find you don't lose as many people. Yep. Yeah, you're going to find you're, going to find you're losing people 40 minutes in. Mm. Right. But if you've got 25, they'll probably watch all three, all 25. Yeah, right. You know, so straight away, chop it. Keep the other one up. Like, this guy's got his 10 episodes, plus he's got the entire thing in one bunch. So you've got a choice. Do I want to watch four and a half hours, or do I want to rather keep it easy to track if I just watch these these 10 episodes individually? Yeah, right. You know, and so, so do it. Do, chop it up tomorrow. Even, yeah, was it, uh, you said 75 minutes, even if you do, like, yeah, four four parts. We'll do five, on, five at 15 minutes. Yeah, and, and put them out there and give people a choice. Yeah. And, and it'd also be a really good experiment just to see, okay, which gets more traction, 
um, you know, you know what, what's, what's getting more hits? Where's, where's my better return on my time and investment? And what are people appreciating? Yeah. And ask in comments. But it, it, say, hey, yeah, I, I'm trying to make this easy for you. Can you tell me if you prefer these shorter part episodes? Well, I'm just looking at the stats for that video, and it says yeah. average view duration is 17 minutes. There you go. Yeah. Of a 75 minute video. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can break it down to five parts of 15, guess what? Yeah. You're going to get a hell of a lot more views for a lot longer. Yeah. And you know what? You'll, you might only get six minutes of each. Yeah. But that's that's 30 minutes of views rather than 17. But you've had five videos that are getting bloody traction, which helps your channel, which helps monetize. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's so I've been calling it. <coughs> oh, I've a sore throat to work tomorrow. And actually, no, you should, don't do that. They'll think you got they think you got the Rona. And no, sometimes you stub your toe and you can't ride your bike to the train station or whatever it is you have to do. Uh, and be doing the, doing the splittage. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, I'd lo- love to see love to see what the what what happens if you do that, and then yeah, uh, what what ha- what happens to your your you know, listening dur- or your viewers duration. And uh, are all five getting, you know, do all five get roughly the same amount of views or do people peter out of interest after three episodes? It'll be really interesting for your channel going forward hmm. how, to, how, to, how to best you know, build the brand, basically. Yeah, right. Because, um, you know, if you're putting out 75-minute videos and people watching 17 minutes, you're going downhill fast. Oh, it, that doesn't mean yeah. that they're only watching 17 minutes of it. It just means that they're taking it in in chunks i know that there are multiple people who have you know you know it's taken them three or four goes to just get through it all but yeah but now it's a good good point it's given dude it's a given (laughs) i don't know why you just don't consult me before you put this stuff up (laughs) frankly you know (laughs) because me being the being the expert youtuber that i am with my 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 uh, 14 channels of wisdom about all my channels <laughs> i've got out there uh yeah have you, have you seen have you seen the the guy who wears the the mexican wrestler's mask and just screams at the youtube t at the screen for like five minutes each episode no but the rage tv that's me that's one of my channels. Uh, I'm making a killing on that one. Then there's Rant TV, where I just go off tap for five minutes on people. Uh, also wearing a mask, because I don't want people to know who I am. Uh, that's Anything where there's like there's some, some real sort of aggression and anger and frustration, yeah. uh, That that's my channel. Right. So, yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got the millions of listeners. Right. Not many, not many viewers, but lots, <laughs> lots, lots of listeners. Uh, so, um, so you didn't. So you weren't with us last week because other people were more important. Yeah, <laughs> like all eight of us don't now feel completely insulted. <laughs> what else have you been doing? Uh, other than that, recording audiobooks, and Jeez. that's about it. And looking forward to going on a road trip in a couple of weeks. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay, just just because uh, uh, I don't know if I could be bothered in talking about the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. So I'm just going to waffle. Okay. When you used to do adverts for the radio station. Yep. And now you do books for the book station people. <laughs> the book station, yeah. <laughs> so, which was more interesting? Um, interesting. Uh, it depends on your interpretation of interesting. Not dull. <laughs> we'll put it this way: the the downside of audiobooks is that I don't get to do anything creative. Yeah. 
when I was uh, doing you radio commercial, and then you hit stop. I'm not sure why the guy doing the talking couldn't do that, but still. Because the the reason they need a producer is because even the very best narrators, over a course of hours, your mind starts to wander. And you start replacing words, you start missing words, you start putting in words that aren't there. And it's my job as producer to be following along with the manuscript and and picking up every single one of those substitutions, omissions, or, you know, errant insertions. Well, you know, Google Translate's going to destroy your job at some point. Well, Google Translate can't can't record. Well, AI. You know, AI, AI can uh, uh, can hit your hit stop the site yourself, and and your computer tells you off when you say the wrong words. Yeah, God, you, anyway, you can see a frightening you can see a frightening future where that's going to be possible. Though, totally, can't you? totally, man. But having said that, you know, I love the part of the job whereby I get to hear a bunch of books that I would never normally pick up and read. That's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You get to learn subjects and yeah. all sorts of stuff. And, and it saves you having to read any other time. Some people you know, read exactly. on the way to work. You get to read at work. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So I just yeah. did um, a book called The Carbon Club, which is all about uh, climate change and the Australian governments over the last 30 years and their inadequate response to it, yeah. uh, which is not a subject close to my heart, but it was a very interesting story. And Don't you like our environment? I do. You should say it's not close to your heart. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not a tree hugger. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's there's limits, right? <laughs> um, you know. But that, but that's a perfect example of a book that I would never, you know, if I walked into a bookshop, that's not the kind of book that I would pick up and go, oh yeah, I've got to read this, you know. But it was a really interesting story. Hmm. So yeah. Anyway. Cool. And with the adverts, because they're short, sharp, and sweet. Yep. Is that, is that yeah, and, and a lot of variety, I'd imagine. Yes. Or maybe not. Yes and no. Yeah. Exactly. So you can get a, a you know some variety in the course of your workday when you're a radio commercial producer but then again there are times when you're you know and this is not to you know put crap on any particular brand but you might get a major supermarket chain within the country who sends in you know 20 by 30 second commercials where the top 10 seconds and the last 10 seconds of the commercial are identical and all that changes over those 20 ads is the 10 seconds in the middle that kind of stuff gets very repetitive and boring but you know you've got to be as focused in the production of that stuff as you are with you know the stuff that you'll eventually enter into some awards and hopefully pick up a gong for so yeah have you got any goals? I've got some awards that I've collected over the course of my career. They're just um, so no, so no gongs. No, <laughs> depends. It depends on your description of a gong. I do have four. I have four statues. I have something four statues. that you win. Something that you win that you can use to call people to the dinner table. That's what I consider <laughs> a gong. <laughs> no, no, no gongs. <laughs> <laughs> I do have four statues and a bunch of, uh, like, paper awards that are in frames that, you know, you could hang on the wall if you wanted to, but they're actually lying on the floor under the bed in the spare room. (laughs) (laughs) And what, you just go into the spare room and lay under the bed every now and then, just look at them? Is that what you you do? (laughs) 
<laughs> so how's your week of homeschooling been? Have you come up with a cure for COVID yet? No, today today we uh, it's a draw. Uh, we're looking at sustainable. No, no, no. How how Australian Aboriginals built temporary housing uh, back in the day, right? Uh, um, I don't know. Everything else is just a, a blur. Lots of math, you know, okay. Lots yep. of writing, spelling. Yeah, you know, all, all the good stuff. Right. Not <laughs> so. Not. I've been playing around in my NAS drive, trying to get that self set oh, up I saw properly that, yeah. there. So I've been farting around with my, my lovely Synology NAS drive. Cool. Um, so oh, so, so what, got, sort of, what sort of hard drives did you end up putting in it? I've got uh, Western Digital Red drives. Oh, nice. And how much storage? Only four terabytes by four. So 16 terabytes. Yeah, So but, but four terabytes yeah. of that, uh, the redundancy. So I've got 12 yeah. terabytes of storage. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Um, four protects the other eight. The other, yeah, basically the other twelve. The other twelve. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's, that's, that's good. But so, I've, but I've, what I've spent the week doing, or the last week or so, is is transferring from old hard drives onto the NAS box. Okay. So I've got so I've got my NAS box. And I've got I've got I've got my old Mac set up with a whole bunch of hard drives sitting next to it. And, Plug one in, turn it on, try and find the power supply. Oh, yeah. Fell off. Fell, eventually found a power supply. That's not the right one. Thirteen power supplies. <laughs> like that's the right one. Now where's the damn cable, folks? They're all different. Yeah. Okay. Get it in there. Open it up, and anything that's of any interest, I then transfer over to. Um, so I've been transferring terabytes of data, of images, and a lot of the stuff I've just never seen. I've, I've looked at like one image from the group and paid no attention to the rest sort of stuff. Yeah, right. So um, so I'm going through and I'm sort of cutting out, you know, I'm deleting multiples and not multiple uh, individual files, but if I've got the same folder in there twice, I'm culling one folder, you know, because um, I might have like the same day. Uh, so sometimes when I do it, I'm a tour and I'm really lazy. I'll come back and just back up the entire card to one folder. Okay. Right. Then I won't delete that card. The next day, I'll come home and I'll have shot on top of the other photos and delete them to the same, to add them to another folder. So now I've got all those photos from day one, and then in another folder, all the photos from day one and day two. And I might oh. do that again for day three, and I might do it for day. So I might have four Jeez. copies of day one, three copies of day two, two copies of day three. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've sort of been going through and, and culling uh, 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 some of that, uh, but not not. Not a lot. I'll be doing a lot more of that as I sort of get more and more organised. But yeah, that's that's sort of what I've been up to with with that. And then then just plucking the odd the odd photo out that um, I want to have a bit of a fiddle around with whilst the kids are driving me crazy. I mean, whilst I'm playing with the kids. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's been that's been a little bit of fun. Yeah, right. Pulled out a few few photos that I kind of like. Yeah, photos that you weren't happy with at the time, but then now you go, no, it's not so bad. You know, I thought it sucked, but it sucked slightly less than I thought. Yeah, right. Um, so I've been yeah, popping up some photos. It's also just to be putting, because you're not shooting, you might as well find something to put up kind of thing, you know. And, yeah. And uh, so that's, that's kind of been my photographic journey for the last you know, week or so. But I've really only been playing with the photos the last day or two. So Yeah, right. Yeah, so saw, saw you've been uh, posting a bunch of, uh, is it, was it Myanmar? The, the, all, the... all over the place, just Bangladesh, Myanmar, yep. um, India. Sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, nice. But, um, yeah, just, 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 I don't know, bored. Yep. Basically, when you're only outside the house for an hour a day, 
Right. Um, you know, it's like being in solitary confinement, but you're with people you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your wife and kids. Um, but yeah, so so that's you know, trying to keep know, keep me from going insane. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. Uh, so hence the going out for the the road trip tomorrow will be a bit of a yeah bit of mental relief. Yeah, nice. Hopefully, yeah. So good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, it's been lovely chatting with you. And I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't want to talk any photography stuff. Is there anything worth? <laughs> let's, let's have a look. See, let's have a look. See what you've got, and we'll after you've talked for a bit, we'll we'll make adjustment call on mine. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running the link will be in the show notes much appreciated now back to the podcast all right so the uh, the first one that i had was uh, sony supposedly overwhelmed by the and eh, not interested next and i just thought to myself how how is that possible how can the, how could they underestimate the demand for that camera when people have been screaming out for it for years? Like the video yeah. mob have been screaming out for an A seven S three, and I just think. But but you know you know it doesn't make it doesn't make the product more popular if they oversupply, if they make too many and then all of a sudden no one there's no demand made for it. it doesn't seem like and they're just sitting on shelves. Yeah, it's better it's better to underproduce and have people clamouring and demanding. Where's the stock? Because yeah. that looks better for long term for the product. Yeah. So they're never gonna they're never gonna make it after satisfy demand because well that's not good business. Yeah, right. Yeah, it just it's, seems it's, to be common practice now. Yeah, because it's not it's not good business to make enough stock. Right. <laughs> Is it? Think about it. I mean, what, what what happens? You make enough stock. No, no, all that's happening on the internet is people are posting, oh, I've got my photos, I've taken Most people's photos aren't going to be any good. Yeah. So that's not really, that's not really promoting that. It's not to give the product, you know, great, yeah, impetus to, for more people to go and buy it. Yeah. What's going to make people think it's hot and heavy and everyone really wants it is scarcity. Scarcity yeah. sells. Yeah. That's why people buy like it because you know, they're hard to get and they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the that, next but, one uh, I found was a video about a new AI that is essentially crowdsourcing photographs of, you know, tourist locations and creating panable 3D images based on all of the source information, but not using the original pixels, but creating, uh, you kind of got to watch the video. But yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. That's on my list of stuff too. I thought, I thought, um, whilst that was not particularly interesting, it's something I've been talking about for a while. With yeah, you know, like maybe I said, you could, if you imagine if you go to a, a concert, yeah, you know, when, when people could gather in crowds, that is, yeah, you know, and if everyone took photos of this concert, yeah, and then the AI would be able to build a three D stadium with all the people that they'd be able to zoom around and look at. And so with sporting events, there's, there's going to be this time where where all this massive information being shot at this one venue can then be viewed at from any angle you want. Right. Yeah, because so, you know, if you do a concert, you said every single person's got their phone out. Yeah. If all that if all that footage is uploaded, then an AI can just pick, cherry pick all this stuff, and they could you could do, do great concert videos from people's footage. You know, yeah. So using the same technology, pull out all this stuff and 
yeah, away yep. you go. So Springsteen's uh, the, done that. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, that, no, th- there was um, one of the nights that they played in Sydney in 2017, they did as one of the, actually, it was the first song of the encores, they did yeah. a cover of In Excess, Don't Change. Yeah. And, it, and they absolutely rocked it. It was such a great version of the song. But for the video, they got people to submit their... Uh, camera like their phone footage, yeah, yeah, and then they chopped it all together, and so you got this <laughs> basically awesome. fan shot multi cam video clip for the and it works, doesn't it? Oh, it worked beautifully, it was awesome. So, so you imagine now you get this AI, and you can see what this AI from this um fountain stuff of this, that yeah, is taking people with really crappy footage with varying lighting, all this sort of stuff, fixing all those problems, yep. And then putting it out in, in this much higher higher grade quality. Yeah. So you can see there's going to be a lot more of that sort of stuff go on. This this crowdsourced visual info. But I've been talking about that for yeah, not big noting myself because I'm, I'm already too big. Um, <laughs> is if I don't know four or five years. I mean, if we go back in podcasts, I've been yeah. mentioning this similar stuff for years and years as being part of the future of what we can do, what we'll be able to do with images. Yeah. And um, yeah, the, there's, there's so there's so much scope. For um, for that sort of stuff to come along, and and the, and and what if anyone's experienced using a three sixty camera, and how you're able to go into the footage shop, the video footage shop, the three sixty camera, and film about fourteen different movies from all different angles and viewpoints of exactly the same stuff, and then put together a clip that looks like it's been shot with fourteen cameras. Yeah, right. yeah, that's 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 the sort of stuff you're going to be able to do with this crowdsourced footage of a concert or whatever. Do just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Imagine being able to swing your viewpoint around behind Bruce. Yeah, yeah we do this <laughs> and, and anywhere on the stage, and it's it's going to be quite remarkable when when totally. AI and processing power and uh, all sort of comes together. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Uh, the next one I saw, I thought Glenn will have a field day with this. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Three reasons why you should share your not-so-great photographs. Oh, I love a three-reason, So this is on DIYphotography.net, and there is a video, but I didn't go and look at the video. I was just looking at the text, and basically it boils down to his three reasons are, one, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. While it oh, may... dear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Two, personal creative <laughs> development. Three, inspiration and education. <laughs> Glenn, off you go. Knob, knob, knob. There, I refute with eloquence. <laughs> okay, g- give, give me the three points again. Number one was what? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. While it may not have quite oh, the same that, look that, and that, feel uh, that usual. <laughs> While it may not have quite the same look and feel that you what you usually post, it can open your work up to a whole new audience. Who will then go look at the rest of your stuff and say that's nothing like the thing I liked. I'm not going there again. (laughs) Well, you know what it's like. No, you know what it's like. You hear a song, right, from a band you never heard. Oh, that's awesome! You go and buy the album. That's the only song on the album that sounds like that. The rest is all a person mumbling into a, into a microphone while someone plays a violin, right? Okay. That's not, you're not going to go listen to the rest of that stuff. But 
the flip side to that argument is there could be bands out there that I would absolutely love, but I heard one song and I absolutely hated it, and so I've never listened to any more of their stuff. Except, except, his argument's the opposite, Bruce. (laughs) That's what I said. Except, no, no, the only only problem is... um, You see the image, you love the image, you look at the rest, it's crap. Yeah? You hear the song, you like the song, the rest of the songs are crap. It's not like, oh, that song's really bad. I wonder what the rest of the stuff's like. <laughs> you can listen to the other stuff and realise it's also all crap. <laughs> so there might be tons of bands out there, Bruce, yeah. but you're not missing much. That's what I'm thinking. Because, you I mean, let's face it, if you like Bruce Springsteen, there's no hope for you anyway. <laughs> That's right. Number two, uh, personal uh, creative oh, development. I haven't quite finished oh. uh, number one. Uh, shit is still shit. <laughs> you're not posting, you're out of focus, crappy. Yeah, but if you're, you might put up a quality photograph. That's unlike your normal. Like I put up a land, couple of landscapes yesterday, bro. Just a couple of landscapes. Really? Yeah. It's not not my normal, not my normal kettle of fish. But I put up a couple of landscapes. Yeah. And some people liked them, you know. Yeah. Other people didn't even mention it. Right. So I wouldn't know. If, so I don't know if they liked it or didn't like because I didn't mention. It. And I forgot my point. <laughs> so, but it must have been good because I was mentioning it. Yeah. Oh, who cares? No, crap is still... No, so, no, okay, no. So you might... You're not going to put up your out-of-focus, your blurry, your bad facial... If you're I don't a portrait think that's where he was going. Where was he going? Well, it's... You know what it's like. You go out, you shoot... You know, let's say you take 10 shots and you pick the best one and you put that up. But yes. it doesn't mean that the other nine have some technical fault... They might all be well exposed. They might have been well composed, but they were just not as strong as the one that you originally posted. And what he's saying is, you know, why not post some of the others? Because then you have too many funny photos. How many photos do you take? People don't take 10 photos, though, Bruce. They take 10,000 photos. That's right. Oh, and I've seen it. People, there's a woman in my kid's scout troop, one of the mums, hmm. you know, Often goes and accompanies the, the the weekend camps when when people are allowed out of the house, and she'll post because because they're away for two or three days. These kids, you know, and there's no communication whatsoever, yeah. so you have no idea what's going on. But if someone from the on camp posts a couple of photos, you get a bit of an idea what yep. they're doing. Are they having fun? Is liking in any of those photos? Well, you'll get a notification on Facebook that this woman's uploaded some photos. Yeah. 179 <laughs> photos in this particular upload. Taken 15, in 43 seconds. <laughs> 15 in a row that are all basically exactly the same shot, but slightly different hand positions. Right. Uh, all of the same. More is not good. Yeah. More, if it's different enough to stand on its own to be worthy of posting, even if it's not in your normal style, then it's a quality photograph, but just different for the sake of different. If you're taking 10 photos of effectively the same scene, yeah, right. you know, it's like you do a landscape, you're going to take 20, 30 shots, whatever, and they're all going to, if you haven't changed your framing, they're all going to look the same. Yep. Why would you post all 20 of them? No, you wouldn't. And there's something significantly different happen between, yeah, let's say you're doing lightning. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Maybe there's, this one has like four bits of lightning, that one has eight. Wow, okay, great. Both of them look. That's understandable. Yeah. 
But if clouds only move from position A to position B to position C, <laughs> you know, and hasn't necessarily elevated the shot beyond uh, that, then you wouldn't post all of those photos. No. So uh, that's bullshit. Uh, what, was it, what was your second one? Personal creative development. Those otherwise discarded images can sometimes prove to be quite popular and force you to explore other styles of image to which you normally shoot. They can help you to learn and grow as a photographer. No. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Who, well, first up, who's he showing them to? I don't know. Where's he posting them? I don't know. Instagram, uh, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Who, how many people on Instagram know anything about photography? <laughs> Good point. You put it on Facebook. About oh, 2%. David, David, you're the world's best photographer. I don't know how many photographers I've seen who are the world's best photographer. Because that's what everyone in their Facebook page says about them. <laughs> oh, you're so skilled. And I'm looking at the photo and go, what the living hell? <laughs> and, oh, Dave, you're so good at this. You should be a professional. You know? Hey, so, you, you, so hey, posting, hey, 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 hey. You need to dial that down a bit, mate, because this is the world's best-loved photography podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but everyone knows that's bullshit. Um, so, so you know, posting photos onto social media don't a good photographer make. No. Because it, you, you're going to get... Like, if I trust... Or, or I get comments daily on Instagram. Right. Okay? Let's say I get about... I mean, most people don't comment on Instagram. Let's say I get 10, I don't put many photos. Let's say I get 10 comments a day. Yep. They're all usually from the same bloke. Yeah, right. And do you know what they are? Love this shot, Glenn. Nah. Right. Smiley face, smiley face, thumbs up, thumbs up, smiley face. Emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Let let me read you today's, today, we could even just look at today's pearls of wisdom from him. So here we go. Uh, you can't <laughs> knock it down to just uh, just comments on four. You're, 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 you're really chat? hoping he doesn't listen to the podcast as well. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, this one obviously is not very good. It's just got thumbs up with uh, smiley face with sunglasses. Right. This one's obviously better. Thumbs up, thumbs up, clapping hands, clapping hands, black heart. Ooh. Now, I'm not sure what the black heart means, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Uh Smiley face with love heart. Smiley face with love heart eyes. Yeah, love heart eyes. Smiley face <laughs> eyes. Smiley face, three of those. Uh, so here we go. Uh, praying hands. Smiley face with love hearts. Flames. <laughs> this is good. So if I was to take this critique <laughs> to develop my photography. <laughs> so, you know. Is this account named yeah. Adam Davidson? No, like I listen to that. Like I listen to that tosser anyway. Um, Sorry, ads. So the, uh, the only critiques that are worthwhile are mm. your inner voice first and foremost. Your inner voice. If you look at an image and if you are unsure to post it, don't. Yep. Okay. There's a reason you're unsure, and it's usually because it's crap, or there's something wrong with it, you know, or it just it, it goes against the grain of what you like in a photo. But there's some reason that's making you hesitant. You don't put, you know, the um, you don't look at the back of the screen. And go, oh, oh, that's garbage. I can't wait to put that on Facebook. <laughs> you go, oh, you like the photograph? It tells you that's the one to put up. You know, even if it's one of a sequence of ten. 
Yeah. There you go. And if you had put stuff up, and the thing is, if you put stuff up that is, let's face it, you show a photo of little Johnny to little Johnny's mum and the photo's blurry, she's going to love it. Yeah. That doesn't mean you should go and photograph everyone's kids blurry and hand out those photos. No. Because you ain't going to make you a photographer. So you can't trust that kind of feedback. So you've got to trust your inner voice or people you can actually communicate with and give you, you know, that you like their vision and whatever and you, you, you and still I take that with a grain of salt. Like I take the piss out of your photos, but you know that they're, they're not as bad as I say they are. Yeah. I mean, they're almost as bad. But they're, not quite, they're not quite as bad as I... No, uh, I mean, you, you, you can't take that critique. You can take some of it upon, uh, under advisement. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you're still just going to trust your own voice anyway. Yeah. So bull twang to that. What's the, what was the third, third excuse? Inspiration and education. Posting imperfect images can help other photographers, especially newer ones, realise that even the best photographers don't always manage to get it right. Only ever looking at those perfect images in magazines and on websites can be discouraging to newer photographers, making them sit, set impossible goals for themselves. I, I, what I'm going to say, I, mean, I, I don't own many photographic books, but my probably my favourite is the my Annie Leibovitz signed edition of Shit Shots I've Shot. Wow. Yeah. All her crap photos, her blurry, underexposed, the ones where the guy's picking his nose, <laughs> the one where she accidentally <laughs> shot the floor. I mean, they're some of her best work. And when I look at Annie's shit shots I've shot book, it makes me feel better as a human being because she's crap too sometimes. Yeah, right. What a crock. Really? Come on. You show me one good photographer who posts their crap. Besides myself, because even my good stuff sometimes. (laughs) sometimes, My post-processing is dubious at the best of times. Yeah. Uh, And from time to time, I deliberately post crap photos. Yes. Sometimes sometimes I deliberately post a photo I don't like on Facebook to watch people go, oh, uh, smiley face, funny face. (laughs) You know, I deliberately post crap photos sometimes, Bruce. Right. For my own enjoyment. Excellent. For my own entertainment, but I'm not like most other photographers. You do not see no no great photographer who uses social media to maybe generate income. Yeah, be it from potential clients, potential people he's going to teach, whatever. But I can assure you, they're crap photos. Yeah, because that's bad business. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, we should, I, said, we should do I said you'd have a ball with it. We should, we should have, but you know, and at, but at the end of the day, you know, th- there's some good information on what I've just disparaged this guy about. Yeah, because you do have to trust your inner voice. Because at the end of the day, the only person you need to please is yourself. That's right. You know, so it doesn't matter what social media says. If you're a working professional or aspiring working professional, you're not going to get anywhere by putting up crap. No. In fact, I would say you should post less, not more. Yeah. Yeah. If you've gone out and shot 30 fo- 300 photos of a model. Yeah. Okay. And we're all guilty of this. Yep. I've had an afternoon out with a good model and I've shot 300 photos. I'm going to post 14 of them. Yeah. Post one. Yeah. The one. You know, if you want to be a professional photo, you show the, only the absolute best that you can do at that time based on your ability. Now, hopefully you will get better as you go along. Yeah. And that one now, you might be embarrassed about in two years' time, but it's your one right now. Yeah. 
you don't show the other 13 almost ones. That's what I like to call them, the number twos. (laughs) (laughs) See see what I did there? Um, So, yeah, we should post less, not more. Yeah. Yeah, and the less we post, the better we look. That's, yeah, correct. You know, it's like, you know, the guy who really speaks... When he speaks, people listen because they assume he must be intelligent because he doesn't speak very much. Yep. <laughs> you see where I'm going with that, Bruce. Yeah. No one mistakes that with me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but you see, you, you, see you, get, you get that, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, totally. that less is more, as, totally. as the old saying goes, is, is really good. So, that's, yeah, as silly as that article is, and it's just, let's face it, that's just. Either the guy wanted to get his name in print, or the guy submit to DP Review, or whether it was written. <laughs> DIY uh, photography, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much other reason than that. Or he's got a quota to fill for how many bloody articles he's got to write per month to keep his status as whatever he yeah. is at that place. Yeah. Because that's a, that's a, that, there's no help, and there's a best fluff, a fluff piece at absolute best. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, that was good. All right. So Adam sent us a couple of stories. Of course he did. Uh, the first one was about Canon losing a bunch of people's data from their yeah, image.canon just... site. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly... Let's put it this way. I don't care. You don't care. Because... No, because you didn't have any um, images up there. Yeah, and those people who did already know that information had them. Yeah. <laughs> <Frankly>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the people who've lost all their info know that. Yes. <laughs> so we're not we're not helping anybody by saying <laughs> we're laughing at them, okay. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but yeah, and if you're one of those people, we uh, we feel dreadfully sorry for you, and we, uh, we, <laughs> we just know you're not getting them back. That's right. That's, that's, that's the uh, the other one was from Petapixel, and this was photographer turns masks and toilet paper into intricate miniature worlds yeah uh, which see was, I've, I've looked at a lot of my photos in the past and I thought toilet paper is about <laughs> the right thing for them so it's not too uh, far wrong. Kevin McKibben our listener from Maryland USA said hey gents just read about this new app Explorist for photographers Ooh. it's only on iOS so I can't of course, check it out all the best, thing, all the best things are in your thoughts sorry <laughs> I said all the best things are at first blush it sounds useful but doesn't it just lead everyone to the same place to take the same picture what am I missing and I would say Kevin absolutely nothing photo okay it's got 1.8 star rating <laughs> This app supports Singapore as a location. Fantastic. Complete waste of time for anyone else. Why bother listening on the Australian app store? Well, if you go to Singapore for a holiday, um, currently, and their response, currently our database is filled with only Singapore locations, as noted to the best of our abilities in the first line in the app store description. Which is pretty good. You know, hey, you know, we sold you from the very first sentence. If you, if you read past that, download it. Don't complain, is what they're saying to you. Don't be bloody complaining. But, you know, if I'm going to Singapore and I want to do some research, that sounds like a pretty reasonable idea to get some of this. Uh, why? He calls it a fail. He's rated it down as a one, which is, uh, which is pretty poor. 
I think it's the, the only review they've got. No wonder the ratings are bad. The five ratings. Here we go. See all. Here we go. No, that's anyone who's actually who's actually written any words. Everyone else has just marked it down low. Right. <laughs> Kevin, spot on. It's a tricky. It's, it's like listing your favourite fishing spots. Yeah. Yeah. And if those fishing spots happen to be spots that have limited fish in them, let's say a very small lake. Uh, there's not going to be many fish in there for very long. Yeah. And, and so I probably don't have a ma- major problem. Uh, maybe I do have a problem. Um, Here's my thing. Like, I'm not on iOS, so I can't go and check out the app. But what I, what immediately, with, without having seen it, what I immediately have a hesitation about is I've seen other platforms that try to do this, and they'll list a location. But they don't tell you what the light is like at a given time of the day, yep, yep. at a particular time of the year, yep. you know, you only get the reference shot from the person who submitted the photo, and they might have been there in September, but you're going there in March, and it's, you know, six months difference, the light is completely different, the sun's at a different angle, you know, everything's different. So a lot of that stuff is not necessarily going to be relevant unless you get an extended database of, you know, what the light can be like at different times of the year as well as different times of the day. Okay, so what they're saying here is, so it's going to have GPS locations of the photo so you know exactly where it is. Yeah. Um, uh, it'll, it'll give you details apparently about um, if there's closing times to get to those places or do you need you know, special transport or whatever. Um, it will give you real-time weather and magic hour data for the location, which is reasonable. Yeah, right. It's pretty smart. Um, it will Those photos that are on there, it will, it will give you camera, lens, ISO, aperture, and shutter speed information, so you'll be able to mirror it perfectly. Yep. And, you know, just like everyone else is there. Know what to do. It'll give you information about what's nearby with coffee shops and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's only uh, $5 a month to join up, you know, <clears throat> or 20, or $30 a year. Yeah, I mean, so there's, there's some useful stuff there, but as Kevin rightly says, at some point, and we see it all the time with you know, your Eiffel Tower, your Lean Tower of Pizza, mm-hmm. with people trying to hold up the building. You know, yeah. You've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand. But if it's a popular enough location, it's been shot to death already anyway. Yeah. You know, uh, this app's not going to change that world too much. And if it's not been shot to death, uh, it's probably so far out of where most people are going to get to that it's probably not going to change much anyway. Yeah. It's not going to lead necessarily a horde of people. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's what they say about Instagram. Instagram, they show the photo and all of a sudden the places get bombarded with people trying to mirror the same shot. So I think the whole world's screwed as far as creativity for <laughs> that sort of stuff anyway, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would mostly have to side with Kevin and being yeah, it's it's probably not the the world's bestest of ideas, and I doubt it will actually really have much impact because not many people are going to spend five dollars a month. No, because if you're going to invest that sort of money, yeah, you may as well just look it up yourself. Yeah, and and to be honest, I can't imagine anyone is going to continually fork out five bucks every month, month after month after month after month when they don't travel every month. Yeah, and if it's your favourite spot, you might not be putting it up there anyway uh, and telling people exactly where it is for the same reason people don't tell me fishing spots are. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got a comment from George G. Oh, what's he want? Uh, okay, so a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the work of Dawn Parsonage, who took a 
portrait is. series of people who were bored. And oh, George, yeah, 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 George yeah, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. if that photographer, Dawn Parsonage, wants to photograph bored people, she should make them listen to 479 episodes of Shutter's Inc. <laughs> I have a suggestion for an episode. Glyn should read people's online comments and then pass commentary. It'd be piss funny. And would take away from the current very informative format of the show. Great job, boys. Well, ho- hopefully we've fixed the very informative part of that tonight for you. That's right. Because it's nothing but crap so far. And Rob Coates said, re the potato photographer of the year. Apparently to choose the winner, the judges put it to a vote and the eyes had it. Oh, the eyes. I see what you did there, Rob. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do the dad jokes. <laughs> That's good. That's so there we fun. go. What do you got on your list? Oh, I've got stuff, have I? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, let's see if there's anything of any interest. What's what's not a sausage? I've done not a sausage so far this last <laughs> week. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, remember we talked about that girl and the boy with the Volvo and the yes. girl got upset because she, oh, had she was under contract to some other car company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Volvo, and I, I didn't bother reading the article, but uh, Volvo are claiming that, hey, it was on Instagram, but we consider it fair use. So that's, the, that's their defence in court. So we'll wow. have to keep keep an eye on that and see where that goes. Jeez. The truest picture we've already done. Cheapish lenses. I, I, I missed this one, but um, what's the name of this company? Miki, or they call how they pronounce themselves. Yep. They announced a, a 50mm 1.2 lens a couple of weeks ago. Right. For 300, 369 US. Wow. Which is pretty good, isn't it? And they've just released, I think it's $190 85mm 1.8. I know. For Canon and Nikon. So it's, it's, someone's looking for some in, ineffect, so, uh, ineffective. Apparently they released a Canon mount of that 85 1.8 yeah. uh, a year ago, and they've just yeah. brought out the Nikon version. Huh. Oh, well, there you go. 190 bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Value. Jeez. Next one down, there's this company called Forks. Yep. has uh, invented a program that's free for you all to download and use now right. that you can add to your portraits or photos of yourself, yeah. which makes them undetectable by face detect. What? Yeah, so it does something somehow to the photo. It makes micro changes that yeah, face detect software isn't going to be able to recognise. Okay. So I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Then this company called Unsplash, yeah. which is basically a free, a free image library. Yeah, have just, it's have like just a, it's opened like a up free version of Shutterstock. Yeah, yeah, they've got they've just opened up two million images for free wow. uh, to download. Obviously, of varying qualities. It's submitted by two hundred thousand people. Yep. But I was thinking, you know, with things like uh, Luminar Four, which have these sky replacement options. And you don't necessarily always have the ability to have a, a, a sky that suits what you're trying to do in an image. Yep. You can go on something like that and just download that for free and away you go. That's yeah, good. right. Uh, then for anyone thinking about or wanting to learn how to get into astrophotography and probably more importantly, the editing of those astro images, hmm. uh, this, this mob and this next link down here have got their entire uh, astrophotography course on YouTube for free. Oh, nice. So I thought that could be of interest to anyone who's got an interest in those sort of things. And the last thing, because we mentioned the other week about Kodak getting the $750 million grant from the U.S. government yep. to start doing uh, manufacturing um, yeah, pharmaceuticals. Medical, yep. pharmaceuticals. Well, the day before that was announced, their CEO got a whole bunch of, got a share option and 
the day before it was announced in the news, uh, there's a big trading going on, a big you know, in Kodak stocks. Yeah, and so now the 750 million and their stocks went up 2,000 percent the day it was announced. Yeah, well, their stock, their 750 million dollars has been withheld because of strange trading on the stock market. Yeah. And now they're under investigation and it plummeted like 700%. In wow. So, so um, Kodak roller coaster, here you go. So wow. it may not be, it may not be a bad time to put a few bucks in Kodak. Yeah. Because if they get found to be, you know, uh, legit and okay, and uh, then you can only assume they're going to go back up again. Yeah. You know, not maybe not put the house on it, but... Yep. If you had like a, a spare couple of thou or whatever, just to drop on something you don't mind losing. Yeah. Um, interesting. So, anyway, that was it. Just a few follow-ups from what we've been talking about. And awesome. stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Well, another yeah. week of uh, homeschooling for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, another <laughs> five weeks, four weeks at least. Four, I think it's, no, it's four, four more weeks till we end lockdown. Right. Uh, or to be reassessed for lockdown. And that only leaves one week before the end of school term. So I can imagine they're not going to go back then. I, frankly, I'll be surprised if the kids go back this year. Yeah, right. If schools reopen this year. My, my, my daughter's eldest daughter's school sent out a message just today that they've got another case of COVID at school today. Wow. And yeah, but they've got, they still have a few students at school. If you're a, a, a medical worker and you can't not have your kids at school. They have limited people there. Yeah. So they've had to, they've had to close down for cleansing again. So wow. this is, this is, this is going on for a long time. You know, this is not, not disappearing anytime soon for us. I don't think. No. So, so anyway, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be uh, smarter than the average fifth grader before you know it. <laughs> Excellent. All right, mate. Well, you have a good week. Will do. You'll do. You mm. take care, everybody. Uh, if you can't be good, be good at it. As they say. That's it. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Bye all. Bye. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com. Shutters Inc.